Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Uh, Nate, Nebraska Family and Alliance, um, appreciate you coming into the studio. Thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be with you. Uh, let's first start. Not everybody may know Nebraska Family Alliance and the mission. Um, let's talk about the organization first before we get to uh, the referendum and petition that you guys are spearheading against the fairness ordinance here in Lincoln. Yeah, Nebraska Family Alliance. We are a nonprofit public policy organization, and we are all about faith, family, and freedom. We stand for those values. We advocate in the public square and in government to make sure that the laws we're passing are protecting freedom rather than taking away freedom, because we believe that our freedoms come from God and not government, and government should secure those rights rather than create them. And so our mission is to advance family, freedom, and life here in the state of Nebraska. Yeah, it's a good mission. I would be hard-pressed to find many Americans that understand the Constitution of the United States and what the founding... uh fathers and and mothers of this country were trying to build um that any i guess disagreement with that mission uh it's a it's a righteous mission to use a word um and again you're all over um and helping the citizens of lincoln here in this current fairness ordinance that was passed five to zero on monday and historically folks 10 years ago we had the same fight um I like your your line as I go through some of your materials, and obviously I've been following all week and, and connecting with you, but uh, this ordinance ignores both common sense and the will of the citizens of Lincoln. Just as one line. I mean, and that's pretty straightforward. But what do you see here? Well, that's exactly right. There are really, I think, two fundamental issues at hand with this ordinance. The first is the the content, the substance of this ordinance and the implications that it has for our city, which we can go into. But the second is is the process and the fact that the city council has now for 10 years willfully ignored the citizens of Lincoln and their right to vote on this issue. They successfully demanded that the city council rescind the fairness ordinance or put it on the ballot for a vote of the people. And for 10 years, they did none of those things. And now here they are attempting to enforce an ordinance that the citizens of Lincoln have the right to vote on and to decide for themselves. And that's wrong. The The city council is not above the rule of law, and they certainly should not be able to circumvent the will of the citizens of Lincoln. There's no doubt about that. And I've talked exclusively on that. I, I did, uh, geez, I did an entire show, it seemed like, where I had done uh, talked to a lot of lawyers uh, around the state uh, to try to understand that dynamic. And and what I could say is this, is if you or I as a private citizen wanted to file suit right now in district against the city, we could. However, what the city council has done in this is they haven't officially broke the law, but they have skirted the meaning of the law to hold on to this to get it to this point and then enact it again. And what Nate is saying, what I'm saying, what the lawyers that I've talked to are saying is that there's no doubt that that isn't right. But at the same time, because the ordinance was never put into effect either way, right, it didn't create an undue burden on the people. And so we would get to this position one way or another if a city council wanted to push forward as they have done. And there were many other routes they could have done this. Uh, but in fact, 
it speaks to, I think, the ethical and moral behavior on that topic, Nate, about how we got to this point. Oh, absolutely. I think you're you're exactly right. And, you know, this is why this is so important, because really, whether you agree with the ordinance or not, and I think most people, if they understand what the ordinance does, don't agree with it. But even setting that aside, there's, again, just whether or not the city council is going to listen to the will of the people, whether they're going to respect what citizens have said or whether they're going to operate in this gray area and just kind of do their own thing, not care what the people who they're there to represent think. And we and I think a lot of people have have a problem with that. And so we want to make sure that uh, the rights of citizens are are respected and heard. And that's what you know this petition uh, is all about, to have the city council rescind the ordinance or put it on the ballot, which is what we asked for 10 years ago. Absolutely. And and the key word there, folks, is this. It's respect the citizenry. So you have spoken already 10 years ago. Like I said, let's forget about to a degree how we got here because it's it's a call to action going forward. However, you really should take seriously the fact that elected officials have chosen to disrespect the will of the people or to ask or to give you time to see this coming. And I've reported on the transparency issues with their website. And then just throw it on you. They are playing political chess with each and every one of us. Whether you're for or against it, that's not the way to govern. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Nate, let's start to talk a little bit about the ordinance itself and what's in there. Jack, i got to tell you, people have, have looked at this and they call us, they ask so many questions because this ordinance is is dense it's 67 pages long and that's intentional there's a lot in here and frankly if you look at it if you don't know what you're looking for you read it and you think what's the problem or even this looks great because there's some changes in it that uh that are 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 fine that no one has an issue with and then they they sneak these certain phrases and definitions in there uh that have serious consequences for our city and actually i think the more time we've had to look at this the worse it keeps getting and i think that even those who are opposed to this ordinance don't quite yet understand just how bad and how serious the consequences of this ordinance are so the funny part is you're exactly right so let's take this to the macro folks This is a smaller version of a strategy that is similar to, say, an Obamacare, where we print out 67,000 pages and we slam it on your desk to vote on it tomorrow morning. And you don't have the time, you can't sift through it, and things just, okay, I'm going with it. Well, 67 pages to explain this. And you're right, there's some stuff that some of us go... We'd like it. One of the first things I want to tune you into is the definition of sex. To mean male, female, neither or both, including but not limited to sexual orientation and gender identity. Wow. We'll break that down when we come back on KLIN Drive Time Lincoln 1499.3. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, uh, we're going to continue on with uh, Nate Graz from Nebraska Family Alliance. Uh, we are getting you educated on what the uh, Fairness Ordinance really is, and we are also talking about uh, what is being done and what you can do with regard to the referendum or the petition. Uh, Nate, this example of sex is, I'm, I'm just going to say it, it's way out there. 
Yeah, it's well. It first of all, it makes no sense. Correct. I, it, right. It, it doesn't just, even read as English. It, it makes no sense, right? To to say that sex means male, female, neither or both. If if you make a, a term mean everything, it means nothing. Nothing. It means nothing. But unfortunately, redefining a term like that in an entire section of city code, especially with things like public accommodations has serious consequences, especially for women and girls. And so I think hopefully by now most people know or have heard, which the city council doesn't even try to deny, that this ordinance allows men who self-identify as women to enter and have free access to women's dressing rooms, locker rooms, and bathrooms at any place that is open to the public in the city of Lincoln. And that includes churches? It includes churches, it includes private schools, it, in, it includes gyms, youth sports leagues. It is, it is broad and it is sweeping. Broad and sweeping because of the change that they have already approved on sex. Folks, when I look at this, not just wave tops, but as day after day goes by, it gets worse and worse. Nobody in the elected offices of the city council nor the mayor has thought through any of the second and third real world effects of this ordinance they've already passed we'll talk more about how we're going to fight back and defeat this on 1499 klin drive time lincoln with the commander jack riggins on the voice of lincoln 1499 klin all right, Nate Graz from Nebraska Family Alliance uh, pushing back on this fairness ordinance here in Lincoln. Again, if you were asleep under a rock uh, wondering if Russian was going to invade uh, Ukraine, uh, the city council passed it 5-0 to zero on Monday night. So, in fact, it has been passed. A lot of history with that. But, Nate, let's dig into some of the language. Yeah, so again, this ordinance I think is 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 worse than most people understand. There's there's so much here, even going beyond just the issue of locker rooms and bathrooms, which is problematic enough, right? So they give us this nonsensical redefinition of sex, but then they also go in and provide a new definition for sexual harassment, including verbal conduct. Verbal conduct is a fancy way of saying speech. Which isn't a bad thing. We don't want we don't want anyone to be sexually harassed physically or verbally. But now this new definition of sexual harassment, which encompasses gender identity and is included under public accommodations, which is basically anywhere and everywhere, is now further defined to include speech that might have. And this is a quote from the ordinance, have the effect of creating an intimidating, hostile or offensive environment. This is a speech code. If you don't use a person's preferred pronouns or if you dare say something publicly about human sexuality, perhaps from a Christian or a conservative worldview, and someone is offended by it, you are now liable for an illegal discriminatory act. And who decides if you're guilty of offending someone? A panel of nine unelected bureaucrats called the Human Rights Commission who are appointed by the mayor. And of course, the mayor loves this ordinance. And here's the kicker. The fines for violating this ordinance for a first violation, $10,000. Second violation, $25,000. And for any subsequent violations, $50,000. I mean, these are fines that could bankrupt anyone and everybody. So how is that fair? How is this about fairness? 
This is about ideology. This is about silencing dissent and punishing anyone who disagrees with those currently in political power, and we have to stand up to it. Wow, Nate. Uh, as you said, you've even dug a little deeper than I have into it. And I want you to hear this, folks. This is already passed, okay, right now. A commission of non-elected people, not the police, not law enforcement, people assigned by a mayor are going to be able to fine you those dollar amounts because the way you said something or maybe you looked, right? Because, you know, a lot of communication is done by looks. You had an effect. You had an effect. That there's nothing in what Nate just read that is American at all. Not the legalities behind it, not the process of it. <laughs> I mean, it is nonsensical. There, there's words, I guess, that I can't use on air. I just, it doesn't even make any sense, folks. We'll, well keep going. Well, that's just it, right? And, and Jack, you and I both know that. We believe every person should be treated with dignity and respect. Absolutely. But th- this type of coercive ordinance doesn't promote fairness and it takes away freedom. You know, these laws are used to violate women's bodily privacy and safety and to use the force of government to coerce uniformity of thought and speech. And that's, that's wrong. And we also know that just because we disagree on these issues, doesn't shouldn't mean that you're guilty of discrimination and that you can be hit with life ruining fines by an unelected commission. We are a nation where you should be allowed to disagree without the threat of having your own government shut down your business, your nonprofit, your church, all for the crime of speaking the truth and following your conscience. Yeah, and folks, uh, Nate's doing a fantastic job laying this out. Nebraska Family Alliance is obviously lead agency and uh helping everyone fight back and educate us on what it is but i'm going to i'm going to double down and tell you right now if you know your history okay this is no different than nazi government we will decide who's accepted and who's not this this is precursor moves by a government in this case our local government to decide to take away your freedoms and have non-elected officials start to decide What's acceptable behavior and what's not? When, in fact, Lincoln, Nebraska is already a beacon of acceptance and different races, religions, beliefs, getting along and prospering. I I mean, you have to, in your mind, be able to hear what Nate is saying and see within the ordinance that they've disguised these things and walk them out in your head of how they're actually going to play out. And like I've told you, over my dead body is a appointed by a mayor commission going to tell me anything about the way I carry myself as a free member of this society. You know, and and Jack what's so frustrating right is is a lot of these other changes that they're making in this ordinance, they could have done those at any time. They could have put the fairness ordinance on the ballot at any time. And instead, what do they do? They make these sweeping changes. They decide that all of a sudden they want to make veterans and military a protected class at the same time so that they can get this gender identity language in there. 
Yeah, they wanted to play to us veterans. And to be honest, uh, if you're a veteran and you disagree, go ahead and come on the show. Um, it's an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment to try to essentially play the veterans card to make people think, well, this is a very well-rounded good thing. It's an embarrassment. Veterans, we know we're a very protected class already. We have a lot of rights that help us in transition and to get back into society. We have no business being in this ordinance. We have no business. Zero. It's an embarrassment that any elected official would try to uh, use that and our service to this great nation to push an agenda in the things. I got to ask you, it's one of my favorites. Uh, besides the fact of if you watch the actual uh, council meeting of how when there was testimony, I call it the Russian Chinese dance company came marching out. Perfect choreographed, perfect and represented every type thing, stereotype in the LGBT community. Um, a fellow veteran, God bless his soul, was up there and said his piece, you know, and then all of a sudden he forgot to mention Colin Powell. Because we've got to play the race card in this, too. And so they reminded him. They said, oh, and didn't you serve for Colin Powell? I mean, think about the theater of this, folks. Think about the theater of this. We are going so deep to take a very old veteran who says he supports this, but he forgets to mention Colin Powell, and the city council reminds him of it, and he, he goes and says, oh, I did serve with Colin Powell. What does Colin Powell have to do with the fairness ordinance in Lincoln, Nebraska? The answer is zero, and he is a national hero. God rest his soul. But it's, it's comical. Tell me real quick, for businesses and landowners, landowners, businesses and like landlords who will have to have all the burden on them, well, here's the thing, right? What the city council has done with this ordinance is they place all the liability on on your business, on business owners, and they exempt themselves. They actually, in this ordinance, in, in part of their redefinition of public accommodations, they strike existing language that a, a building or a place that is funded by taxpayer money is a part of public accommodations. They got rid of that. So they exempted themselves and place all this liability on on business owners and individual citizens. So now, if you're a business owner and you don't think a man who says that he is a woman should have access to the woman's restroom or locker room in your business, you can be fined thousands of dollars. If you don't use someone's correct pronouns or you say something that offends them, you can be fined tens of thousands of dollars. All the burden is gone from city council. They're just going to pass this? And then non-elected officials appointed by the mayor are going to be essentially the thought police, and they're going to come find you. And then everything else is going to the public and the sectors with extreme tight left and right limits, and all the burden is now on you. So they not only have passed this, which vast majority of us don't agree with, but now they're going to stick it to you with fines and all of this. Not to mention, it is. And will be a political weapon to business owners and people that believe as you and I and Nate do and have made Lincoln a great place, a way to systematically get you to not want to live here in Lincoln, not run your business, simply by the way they've written it to be carried out. So, you handle something that you've handled in the past, no issues, boom, you get a complaint, you immediately get a fine, next thing you know, you're going to the 
non-elected council. You're getting another fine. Your name's smeared. The paper covers it. And it just becomes untenable for you to run your business in Lincoln, Nebraska. This is also a political weapon. Absolutely. You're, you're exactly right. This is about forcing a particular view on all of society and attempting to silence and punish anyone who dissents or disagrees. And I'll tell you what, Jack, and we've talked about this ordinance and how it's about censorship and, and silencing people. The only worse form of censorship other than government censorship, which is what this ordinance is, is self-censorship. When we choose to silence ourselves. And the opportunity that we have right now with our referendum petition is to tell the city council that we won't be silenced, that we know what you're doing, and we're not going to stand for it. We are going to speak up. We're going to stand up for our values, for our beliefs, for the women and girls in our city. And we're also going to protect our First Amendment freedoms. And we are going to call the city council into account. And we are going to turn in this referendum petition with enough signatures and they will once again be faced with the decision to listen to the people and rescind the ordinance or put it to a vote and see how much they really trust and believe in the people of Lincoln. Absolutely. And they should, uh, let's be honest, if I'm an elected official and we feasibly could always put it to a vote of the people, you should. Why? Because if we can feasibly do that, then you know. Then you know. And most of us can always live with a vote of the people where we understand we have differences. But, in fact, okay, this is what it is, democracy, okay, I'll work with that. But to take your elected official position and to completely, over 10 years, and then reintroduce, again, I wish we were in the military sometimes, dereliction of duty is the term I would use, uh, but it is, a, it is a farce, it is a power grab, and it's really, uh, I can't sugarcoat it, it's spitting on the people of Lincoln, without a doubt. Uh, tonight. You've got you've got signups tonight. Let's talk about where people can go. Um, whether it's tonight, this weekend, I know that there is an army out there with these petitions. Give me some of the facts there. Yeah, well, Jack, we're we're excited, and I think your listeners will be encouraged to know that we already have trained, equipped, sent out over 250 volunteer petition circulators who are hitting the streets of Lincoln with our petition, collecting signatures. Because we only have 15 days. We only have until the end of the month, February 28th, until we need to get all the signatures collected and turned back in to the city. And so we are actively sending out petitions and encouraging everyone to please sign the petition and to help encourage others to sign the petition. And so there's some really simple and easy ways to do that. You can stop by our Nebraska Family Alliance office. We're right on the corner of 11th and E Street at 1106 E Street. We are going to be open tomorrow, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Come down and see us, sign the petition, take some petitions to uh, distribute yourself. We'll be open on Sunday from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. The Nebraska Republican Party headquarters is also uh, collecting signatures. They're going to be open tomorrow, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, and also, this is exciting. Elevate Church is helping to collect signatures. They're going to be getting signatures tomorrow, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. So a lot of people uh, are pretty fired up about yeah, this and motivated. It, absolutely. And I, I know the uh, Lancaster County Republican Party has been on this from the get-go um, and folks have been signing up. It's good to see the churches getting involved. You know, the way I look at it, folks, if you can't remember all of that, if you're like me, just drive around Lincoln this weekend. Just just hit all four corners. You're going to find a place to sign. Here, here's the thing. Um, there's a part of me that's happy that uh, city council has done this, right? Because they have awoken a sleeping giant, 
And there's a lot of other issues that you know we cover on this show that we watch, from no action on the riots, right, and safety and security, okay, to the masks. And, you know, whoopee-doo, they finally got rid of them. Yeah, thanks. I mean, a little too late, but whatever. And now we've got this. So it's time, and it's an organized, peaceful, by-law way to talk to your city council and let them know. And my hope is if there's so much, so much more signatures than before that they have only one choice, that is to rescind. But at the same time, I'm preparing to cover this till we go to the vote if, if, if need be. In your experience working for Nebraska Family Alliance, have you ever seen anything like this pop up? I mean, this, this is unique. I think the, the <laughs> energy, uh, that we're seeing, I think people are, are tired. You know, they're tired of being told that up is down and left is right and right is wrong. And they've got an opportunity to make their voice heard loud and clear. And so we've been really encouraged to see the response from so many people stepping up, volunteering their time to help circulate petitions, to encourage their friends. And I'll tell you what, we, we're excited and we're hopeful that when we hit the end of the month, we're going to turn in enough signatures to stop this thing. Uh, Nate, you're, you're a little more nice than me. Not hopeful when you do. When you do. Because you will. And we will, folks. In the end of the day, the only way these things get done in a free society is that we, the people, fall asleep. We, the people, don't feel it's worth it. And I've been telling you for a long time, I worked in government, crazy stuff. Listen, we need the people to hold the government accountable at all levels, all the time. You can't fall asleep at the will. It's our country. It's not theirs. Uh, Nate, I can't thank you so much for coming in. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Thanks for covering this. And again, you can get the information we're talking about, how you can sign the petition at our website, NebraskaFamilyAlliance.org. And don't worry, uh, Nate and Karen, another partner, are be back on the 28th. We will make sure we're covering this on the very last day. So get out there and get your signature down. 1400 KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. Well, we thanked uh, Nate from Nebraska Family Alliance for coming in, but I do want him to uh, kind of clarify one more question with regard to who can sign you know, the petition, because we're getting a lot of out-of-county and out-of-city folks that are getting all fired up, too. But let's let's clear that up. Yep. So we need registered voters specifically in the city of Lincoln. You got to be registered to vote in the city of Lincoln to sign the petition, to circulate the petition. But the more people who are hearing about this, the better. So tell your friends, tell your family, and please, you know, remember the words of Ronald Reagan that freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. Yeah, always. Um starts to put chills through my spine when we start talking like that because one we shouldn't have to talk like that americans we shouldn't need to be reminded what president ronald reagan said um but in fact uh, all of us that have defended the country understand uh those type of dynamics um listen all the outpouring of support from just outside of lincoln folks in the county much appreciated keep it up outside of the county in the state keep it up who knows maybe we're down here marching in a couple of weeks uh for whatever reason who knows i can't trust this city council right now based on past actions and the way they brought this forward and neither should you but what you can do is get out and sign this petition i can't thank elevate church lincoln uh, lancaster county republican party and nebraska family alliance really for spearheading this but i'm gonna tell you what people it is up to us and i wouldn't want it any other way that's how this country is supposed to be. That's what this country is supposed to do. All of these elected officials work for us. 
We need to hold them accountable. And hey, if they want to go off the reservation for a while, uh, we'll get them right back on. That's just the way it's going to be. Can't wait for Monday the 28th when this thing uh, gets dropped on the city council. Have a great weekend, Lincoln and Lancaster County, 1499.3 KLIN.